going? I'm not bad, man. I'm That's good. I'm fucking feeling a bit feeling a bit queasy in the stomach of Where this one. Where was that? Oh, just this one is not as uh as adventurous as our previous episode. I guess so it's far. not really something you can just laugh at, is it? But no, it's and yeah. you know, look, I think you've if you've tuned in for any of the episodes preceding this, you'll uh, you'll understand our unwavering desire to absolutely take the piss, but there can be none of that tonight. No. We're uh it's not really the uh I guess today we're talking about uh, we're back in the conspiratorium. Yeah. Round two. We've we've uh we've jumped the scuba deer and the, the protective armors on and we've jumped straight back in yeah. to the fires because I think I think I think I think um with everything that's happening right now, uh this stuff's been in the news a bit lately and we, we didn't wanna we didn't want to go into this. We always knew that we were going to touch on this stuff, but we didn't want to go in before we had ourselves armed to the teeth with with a fair bit of information. Because well, that's it, man. Because it's so um, easy to uh, to not to to, to make it. To, to, it's so easy to sound like you're a fucking nut job, especially when you're talking about the shit we're going to be talking about tonight. Look, I think before we even get in, look, obviously, so you know, tonight we're going to talk about. Uh, uh, I don't even want to say Pizzagate because as soon as you say Pizzagate, people go, oh, that's that debunked fucking theory because that's what the media said. But we're basically, we're wanting to talk about the fact that we believe that the thing, the fuel that charges these people that run the world. Last conspiratorium we we talked about, I can't even fucking talk tonight, man. This is how fucking, I'm actually nervous, Tilted. It was more, yeah, Um, the last one was more about like, the fact that almost like history, almost like a- We were kind of giving an introduction to the fact that a deep state exists, right? Last time it was talking about there is a a shadow government. Uh, We talked about JFK at the beginning of the last one. JFK in his, one of his main speeches, one of the last ones he gave, he talked about the fact that these secret societies exist and that they're the people that are actually running shit behind the scenes and what the fuck happened. And he said the CIA are one of the most fucking corrupt organizations he said that the central banks which we talked about also needed to be fucking gone yeah and not long after he said all of that he got a fucking bullet in his well didn't brain. he put an executive order through that uh tried to make the uh treasury gain control of the united states dollar again they wanted to do like a gold back thing and then yep. as soon as he did that they kind of fucking Boom. See you shot later. him in the head yeah so. um so we were trying to I guess give you those examples of what they've been up to and and the you know their operations about wanting to get into the Middle East and yeah. and how you know they want to install that central banking system that JFK tried to overturn back then and put that everywhere because then they're controlling basically the stream of currency in the world what we didn't really talk on is that the idea that they obviously have as a long game for that stuff is about having their own controlled backed currency used the world over. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's this whole new world order thing. That's where that comes from. That comes from the idea of basically having completely open borders, having a one world government that controls yep. everything. And then, then there's a lot of belief that there's a part of that that comes with depopulation. Um, yeah, you know, the whole eugenics to, program and stuff like that. They, they want to bring the world down to less than like 10 million. Research the Georgia Guidestones if you want to look into that more, but we won't go into yeah, too much. Yeah, Agenda 21. The point of mentioning all of that is that when you peel back the veil of that, there is fairly extensive evidence starting to really come to the surface in the last few years especially Yeah, that points to uh that there is a lot more nefarious disgusting heinous and sick shit going on behind the curtain of of these places that we as normal civilians will never see it's Um, a lot darker than what 
people um, want to believe, I think. But I think uh, if, if, look, if you're going to listen to this podcast, just be prepared to uh, hear some things that you might not like hearing and you might be like, you know, that's, no, nah, that can't be real. That can't be happening. But um, and it's only natural. You remember the last episode we mentioned the Matrix, uh, the last conspiratorial, and we talked about the whole. You know, some people uh, are so um, you know helplessly dependent on the system and so inured by it that we will fight to protect it. This kind of thing applies to this as well. Is that uh, there's a Mark Twain line that the truth is stranger than fiction, and that really is is something that applies to this because this is something that is not even not even fucking Hollywood can come up with and they wouldn't because they're involved in it. But um, it, it is something that is so uh, insanely crazy to think of out of nowhere. Um, yeah, it's this kind of stuff, You, I don't think you could, you just couldn't think of this kind of stuff out of nowhere. That's the thing. Like in that very quote you were talking about, it's like um, truth is stranger than fiction because fiction has rules to abide by whereas truth doesn't. Yep, that's exactly right. Um, and I think the, the main thing to keep in mind as we go through this stuff today and we're going to try and bring you as much, uh, you know, real life examples of things that, that point us in this direction and why we've continued to dig on this for many years. But what I want you to consider that we've talked about with the other things that's always important to look at is the fact that people talking about this are being demonized and attacked so unbelievably relentlessly by the yep. mainstream media that as Sensor. we talked about, as soon as you see that happen, there's something there. Yeah. When every when we said I didn't want to really use the term Pizzagate, they have made such an incredible effort to to basically make it seem like it's such a farcical nonsense thing. Mm. Um, they've take they've they've plucked out the few bits that will go through that uh, that aren't airtight. You know, there are certain things that look like there could be something there, but there's no actual solid evidence yet so they well, grab right. those few things about it and then they go look at these fucking lunatics thinking that there's yeah. a fucking yeah. pedophile it does that controls the world but yeah. it's like you you have to understand that when they're going to attack you with relentlessly there's usually something there yeah um so so I guess where we where I wanted to start tonight is I wanted us to give a couple of examples and, and kind of give us a starting point. Now, one of the major things that starts this entire, uh, you know, knowledge around this is uh, the WikiLeaks emails. Yeah. Now, so if that's where we. Yeah. So if that's where we. If if, we, if we're going to take off here, let's let's take off uh, in WikiLeaks because I think that's a good a good place to start because I do remember I remember when WikiLeaks actually first kind of like kicked off. Um, me and my mate, we sat we sat there and we watched that. I don't know if you ever watched that video of the Apache helicopter in uh, somewhere in the Middle East. I think it was. Anyway, there there was like one of the first big things that popped on WikiLeaks was a video from an Apache helicopter that was uh, or, or yeah, some kind of um, you know, UAV maybe even or something like that. But anyway, uh what it was is a video of these uh I guess pilots, I guess, shooting down and shooting onto uh innocent civilians. And I'm not laughing about it, but not really taking it that serious. Wow. No, I actually have yeah. never heard of that. So you, you can actually see like bodies flying and stuff like that in this video, man. It's pretty, it's pretty, because it's the infrared camera on the bottom of the helicopter. Yep. Yeah. And you can see them shooting down and at one point, right at the end of it, they shoot, they, they shoot a school bus. Mm. That's insane. Yeah. See what, what I find interesting about the whole WikiLeaks thing, again, tying this into the mainstream stuff is that 
in the early WikiLeaks days, the news was praising the work that they were doing for exposing at that time the Bush administration. Yeah. For the war stuff that was happening, right? I don't again, I don't know specifics, but I remember I remember the the heralded time of WikiLeaks for, you know, being that independent journalist bringing the the real stories to the forefront. And yet since the WikiLeaks drops that have which we'll go into in in depth today, which are the ones that have severely impacted the the Democratic Party. Yeah. Um before you go any further, it's not people got to understand that this just isn't the Democratic Party. At the moment, of course, they've hijacked the Democratic Party. But historically, uh, they've run their webs, they've got their fingers in both pies. Oh, yes, exactly. Um, so we can't just say it's it's red versus blue, it's no, um, left versus right. Just, it's but just yeah, the it's current easier. political yeah. landscape. It yep. is the people that we are going to be focusing on all have ties to, to the, the recent Democratic yes. Party. Yes. But obviously, I mean, I think, again, my American politics is shocking, but wasn't Bush a Republican? Yeah, he anyway? was. So exactly. Bush was a Republican and then Obama was a Democrat. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Hillary Clinton yeah. was in the most recent one. Yeah. Was the Democrat. So it's interesting. That that kind of really shows you there, Donna. Like, I don't think we're, we're, we're going to touch on Obamagate in any of this. Maybe no, we will we're... in the whole spying thing of him spying on... Um, Trump in his uh, campaign. Yeah, Spygate is a big yeah. thing. Yeah, we'll, probably have um, we'll to do another episode do on another that one. one on that because I think this this one is one of those ones that like, uh, yeah, this this will also be a bit a bit of a like a history run through somewhat, but it's a lot more like near the end there when we start talking about G Max and um, Epstein and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it becomes very modern. So yeah, so. so the email dump here, WikiLeaks email dump. Tell me. Yeah, so what I wanted to one of the major like main things that again when I go through what happened here, this is something that should have just been game over for for at least Hillary. Um and it's really you didn't know about it. Like there's the proof that it's not something that is still yep. mainstream. It is fairly big in the circles. It's something I've known about for a long time, but it's not it's definitely not something we continue to talk about on a daily basis. And I personally think it's massive. It Anyone massive. who's listening to this um, who knows, uh, may be aware of someone called Laura Silsby. Now, um, a lot of people who know about Clinton stuff know that Haiti is a, ma- a big focus for a lot of the bullshit that she's been up to. We know that there's a documentary called Clinton Cash that focuses on how um, the money that was donated to Haiti after the earthquake ended up, there was like half a billion dollars that got donated to the Red Cross. They built six fucking houses with yeah. half a billion dollars and Clinton got caught not only funneling money into other stuff, even Chelsea Clinton's um, wedding was paid for by money donated through the Clinton Foundation, like yeah, just the right. most corrupt shit. But yeah. Laura Silsby is this woman who worked for – I tried to find the name of the company, um, so I'll have to come back and, and mention that another time. But she basically worked for like an Amber Alert company Yeah. Um, that was – so an Amber Alert is basically like a response for child trafficking. Yeah. And she was working for that company – and was basically caught selling children who already had parents. Like they were, she was saying that they were orphans. Sorry, she was trying to like find these, you know, pretending that she was finding parents for these kids and that's why she was bringing them back um, to America and yet she was actually taking kids away from 
par- like the people that had parents over there. Yeah. And she was convicted for that. Right. Now, where the WikiLeaks ties into that is that when that massive WikiLeaks email dropped and they had all those Clinton emails that we'll go into a little bit more about what else they found in there, but one of the main things they found was that Laura Silsby was communicating with the Clintons and that they even gave her money to get a lawyer to defend herself in the case that she ultimately became convicted in. Right. And this is all stuff that you can find and research about. Yeah. So you look at just that alone. You go, okay. Here's a, a, uh, a convicted now child trafficker that has been aided by Clinton money in order to law- get herself a lawyer who apparently, I try to find the name of the lawyer as well, was also then convicted for pedophilia at some point wow, in time. Wow, really? Um, and uh, how, like that that's already should give you enough fucking evidence that you need. Yeah. Like why would they, they keep that kind of company? Yeah, exactly um, what the right. fuck were they doing over there? If they were over there just getting all of this money, not actually doing any work in Haiti, hanging out with a fucking someone who's been convicted for that, what the fuck were they doing? Yeah. Like, what well, did, were you, they did you see about also there? in Haiti how they uh, found all these supplies of like water bottles and stuff like that that were donated, but then when they like when it arrived in Haiti, they they hid it. That happens so often. Happened oh. in Venezuela or something recently. Well, that happened. Uh, like the most recent case was the ventilators in uh, New York. Yes. So uh, Trump was like, "We need fucking X amount of ventilators," uh, and then they ordered them, and then they hid them in a warehouse, and then that, so the mainstream media could go, "What's Trump doing? He's not giving us all these ventilators that we need." And then they got busted, and they and they found all these ventilators. That's insane, in isn't the, it? It's so, yeah, and, and the same with the Haiti. Like the the was it a drought? Well, not a drought, a flood. Was it a flood? Haiti was an earthquake. Earthquake, right? Yeah. yeah so they had they had, they had all this um, relief, uh, like water bottles and shit like that, uh, and it never reached the people. And so yeah. So you look at things like that example. There's been examples, and I've been. It's so hard to find. This shit gets buried, man. Like I, oh, I yeah. thought that it was going to be easy because I've heard them brought up so many times in videos and stuff that I've watched, but. Places like CPS, like Child Protective Services in the US have been caught so many times doing corrupt and dodgy shit, like selling kids to things or whatever or all of these cases coming up. And like they're the ones that you've got to look at and and go, um, okay, well, there's something here. Like there's a reason why this kind of stuff is happening um, and why these elite people because – I guess what we're, we're trying to convey here is that a lot of people, when you hear of human trafficking, you're thinking of the third world, you're thinking of the darkest alley in the, the most yeah. far removed place from people that are, uh, are pushing themselves for places in political office. Like we're talking about potential presidents of the United States being involved with these kind of people who have ended up being convicted. And I guess that's where this whole thing uh, comes in is that what this whole point of all of this is us trying to show you that it it runs way deeper than just those things. Well, that's um, it, man. If you look on, I just typed in here, uh, how many missing tru- children on average uh, a year? It says according to the uh, National Center of Missing and Exploited Children, roughly eight hundred thousand children are reported missing each year. That's roughly two thousand a day. Now. A lot of those are probably just the kids have had a tantrum. They've run down the street. The parents are fucking gone. Where the hell is my kid? They've rung up. Uh, and then, you know, an hour later, the kids walk back, like, cool, you know, cooled down and walk back. But that being said, man, you know, a lot, a lot of that number could be uh, these Who people. Who actually knows what's... And yeah. the thing is, is like, there's someone put this together recently, right? I'm only going to read a few of these out, but I'm being honest with you when I say that there's about... 
50 to 60 examples here where they're saying, like, Republican Senate candidate John Hathaway was accused of having sex with his 12-year-old babysitter and withdrew his candidacy after the allegations were reported in the media. Republican preacher Stephen White, who demanded a return to traditional values, was sentenced to jail after offering $20 to a 14-year-old boy for permission to perform oral sex on him. Republican Party leader Paul Ingram... uh, Hold on, I just lost that one. Uh, Democratic Party leader for Victoria County, Texas, uh, pleaded guilty to possession and receiving over half a million child pornographic images. Like that's three of about 50, right? So again, you look at those 50 examples, which are just the ones that people have put together, which are just for both sides of the American political landscape. And you're like, there's a fucking problem here. Yeah. Um, There was a case where Hillary's, um, oh, let me try and, we'll come back to this quickly and see if I can find out more information. But the State Department, um, when Hillary was in charge of it, when whatever position she was in, like head of the State Department under the Obama administration, yeah, um, they all got investigated for child porn while she was at the helm of the State yeah, Department. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. Um, and here's an article about it from only June as well. Mueller probe witness gets 10-year sentence on child porn abuse charges. There you go. I don't know if that's even relevant to the State Department thing. Um, but, yeah, basically the entire State Department had to get in, investigated for, for, for fucking CP while yeah. she was at the helm. Yeah. And there's just all of these things that are actually documented um, that just have to give this understanding that there's a fucking issue that that needs to be looked at. And it's Definitely. you want to bury your head in the sand. You don't want to fucking talk about this. This has been hard for us to get up the fucking courage to have this conversation. But the reason I want to even fucking talk about it is because I'll, I imagine a world where these fucking pieces of shit don't exist anymore. Mate, me too. I, I, me I don't too. want this to be a fucking problem. I want my kids, I want Winston, and I want my I want Winston's kids and... Yeah, and your kids and my friends' kids, yep. and to grow up in a world where this isn't a concern. It, it, it like we we've just got to face the facts here that like a lot of people live in in this like fairyland where they think that this stuff just couldn't happen. And you've just gone and listed three examples of high profile people. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, it, it happens, and it, and um, there's nothing we can do about that. So all this stuff that we're going to present here, I mean, not a lot. A lot of this stuff here is. N- not necessarily fact, um, but there's a lot of a lot of breadcrumbs um, in this stuff, which moves on perfectly to this next thing about the uh, email dumps from WikiLeaks. Now, yeah. when that now when they when they first came out, uh, it, it was very interesting. The people that were implicated, like uh, John Podesta and his brother, uh, yep. in these things, and the, and the stuff they were saying in in these emails was like coded was like coded speak. Yeah. Now, this is one of the things, just before we go into it, that you can definitely look at it and go, there's something weird here, but there's not enough evidence to say unequivocally that this yeah. is 100% evidence of it. And so when people hear this and they go, oh, they debunk that, and then they read all of the fucking news articles and they go, that's because it, it, it isn't. It isn't enough to say 100%. But it's like we said in the other episode where it's like you've got to look at the web and you've got to look at when you look at the coding and then you look at that Laura Silsby case and the fact that uh, that Hillary's involved in that and you look at these other examples and you start to go, well, this is a lot more fishy when you look at the bigger picture. But when the mainstream media just come to you and go, oh, well, this is baseless. There's no actual evidence there. It could just be this. Yes, that is an isolated thing, 100%. We agree. Um, But we're we're looking at this from such a wider lens. Um, So I've brought up a few of the emails here. Yeah, good, good. Of the things that um, uh, are really 
uh, evident of something weird. Now, the one that stuck out to me when this first dropped back in 2016 was this one, uh, an email from John Podesta saying, we plan to heat the pool so a swim is a possibility. Bonnie will be Uber service to transport Ruby, Emerson, and Maeve Lozado, then in brackets 11, 9, and almost 7, referring to the ages of each kid. So you'll have some further entertainment and they will be in the pool for sure. Yeah. That That's weird. That's fucking weird. Like why would you, if you're sending emails to other people within the political landscape, why the fuck would you care if there's a swimming pool? Yeah. If it's just some other person's kids, that's fine. Why would you give their ages and saying, so you'll have some further entertainment after you've just referred to them and their ages. Yep. That's very fucking strange. You know what? It's very interesting that you just brought up swimming pool just then because I actually didn't hear about uh, that, that particular email. But the, when I was researching about adrenochrome, which we'll talk about later on, um, just, yeah, when I was researching about that, there's something about a swimming pool that actually comes up in that. So remind me when we, when we yep. get onto that and I'll tell you about that okay. because it's not something we could just jump into right now. Yep. But um, the interesting thing is with the Podesta emails, uh, he's gone through and if you look at some of these um, emails that he sent, uh, what he thought was confidentially, uh, he, he has ones like, um, let's go get a let's go get a pizza for, for an, an hour. hour. Yeah, and um, but yeah, just like fair enough. You could you could say that that's whatever. Perfectly you know? innocent. But, but have, in have you ever have you ever missed someone and saying we're going to go get a pizza for an hour? Like have you yeah, ever put a time limit it on? Weird. Yeah, it's weird. And, Another um, one is: Do you think I'll do better playing dominoes on cheese than on pasta? The fuck does that mean in the context of just some? Political people talking to each other. Yeah, right. Now a lot of these people are a lot of these people are uh, seeming to think that cheese means little boy. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm not sure about pasta, but I think pizza in like pizza in general is just the act. Yeah, and then cheese is is little. It's boy. hard. It's all like the people have come up with different things. But what happened is that there was a document released by the FBI that talked about the people talking in code. Yeah. Now a lot of people didn't realize. Because WikiLeaks dropped these emails, and then what happened is that the FBI dropped these uh, common codes that we use that they found from their Pedophile investigations. Yeah, yep. um, and then people went into WikiLeaks and searched with those terms, yep. and then and found, found all these. Of these. Yeah, another one was like the realtor found a handkerchief which has like a a meaning, like it's like a thing that they leave behind or something. Yeah, I yep. think it has. A, I think it has a map and seems pizza related. Is it yours again? A handkerchief and pizza in the same thing doesn't really make any sense unless you're no. unless there's some sort of code. And maybe it's a code for something else. I mean, that's the thing. It, it, we could be looking at them talking yeah. about something completely different. But again, you look at the bigger web of it. You look at the Laura Silsby thing and. Uh, and these other examples, and we know that this is a thing that's going on. Yeah. Um, we look at Anthony Weiner, right? We'll just quickly touch on that. Anthony Weiner, who uh, his wife is Huma Aberdeen, who was like uh, Hillary Clinton's like basically right hand lady while she was running for president. Yeah. And he got arrested, and and uh, I don't know if it's still pending trial or whatever, but they seized all of his laptop and everything. Um, and there's apparently some pretty fucking hectic shit on yeah. that laptop. Well, I will. That, that's another thing later on that also. Yep. So all this, a lot of this will circle back. Yeah. Uh, in this thing that I've seen here, just just to go like just to go back like a couple mm -hmm. of minutes ago, the term cheese pizza has previ previously been used on 4chan as a code for child pornography. Yeah. Right. And it says here, search for these possible double speak keywords in WikiLeaks: hot dog equals boy, pizza equals girl, cheese equals little girl, pasta equals little boy. 
Ice cream equals male prostitute and walnut equals person of color. Map equals semen and source equals orgy. So there you go. Yeah, that's where the map. So I think it has a map that seems to be pizza related. Yeah, it's it's interesting, man. Like you got another one here from uh, uh, from Jim Steyer. The, the heading of the email was walnut sauce. Uh, to John Podesta and Mary Podesta. Hey, John. We know you're a true master of cuisine and we appreciate that for years. But walnut sauce for the pasta, Mary, please tell us what the straight story was. The sauce, actually very tasty. It's kind, it's this kind of stuff, these kind of emails here that just like, these are fucking political figures talking to each other. This is not what political figures w- w- you would think talk about. And it's also like when I'm at work emailing, right, with my job, I've never once been emailing someone within work about these things. And that's what makes them weird. Like, yeah. Let's say that there's not – but it's like, don't you have fucking work to talk about? What are you doing talking about going getting a pizza for an hour from your work email? Yeah. Like send a fucking it's, SMS. Yeah, it's, it, it um, doesn't make sense. And so and one of the ones that uh, that always gets a lot of attention from, from Hillary, which brings in this whole satanic aspect of this, which we'll get into a little bit more shortly, is um, – uh, with fingers crossed, the old rabbit's foot out of the box in the attic. I will be sacrificing a chicken uh, in the backyard to Moloch. Yeah. Now, why is that in a work email? Yeah. Um, and for, for, for people that don't know, Moloch is actually the god that these um, satanic Luciferians worship. Uh, yep. A lot of people just refer to it as Satan or the devil, but Moloch is the name and it's represented by an owl. So it's very interesting that uh, she's saying that she's out there slaughtering a chicken, being a, like like a another, another av- yeah. avian kind of thing. Well, the chicken is another. There's there's another code word for that as well. Is there? Yeah. Right. So, again, this is the thing that we we wanted to touch on because this is one of the big major parts of when Pizzagate broke. But this isn't what it's about. What is now? What Pizzagate has evolved into is that culminating into everything else that we've we've discovered. Yeah. So, uh, when you go to look into this stuff, it's going to be very difficult. Like you said it yourself, Ty. You wanted to because we wanted to refresh our memory and all of this stuff. Because look, I mean this this broke. Uh, in in 2016, really, um, before Q started posting, which we'll get to in a minute as well. Yeah. Um, and this was crazy because I didn't have like I didn't really have many people that I was on this level with. So when this hit the surface, it was so insane because yeah, I, I, I even I was trying to talk to my partner about it, and you know it's just one of those things that no one wants to discuss. So when all these emails got released. And it wasn't at the point that my social media is at now where there are so many people that are starting to talk yeah. about this stuff. I felt very isolated and yet I felt like I had this information that just needed to be shared Yeah. Um, because it's so confronting um, and it's so intense and, and crazy to even think about that this is something that could be going on. Um, but this is now four years later and, you know, I'm only – whilst it's been hard to get myself to the point of talking about it, this is what I've wanted to get to. I wanted to be able to discuss all of these things. Because even if we're wrong on 95% of this shit, which is a significant amount of shit, if 5% of it is right, that's still fucked up. That's exactly Zero right. percent of it should be And we've already given some right. examples of shit that has happened. Like yeah. that Laura Silsby thing, I know I've kept, I'm going to keep saying it, but I did it in the last episode where I'll always give that example to bring it back to as something that's like, if it's this proven. can exist, then everything else it has to be in the realm of possibility. Yeah. If someone yeah. can be working for a company that, and this is the thing, right? We, we'll just go back to that quickly. If you were a fucking sick piece of shit, 
why wouldn't you go and get a job at somewhere like CPS or somewhere like, uh, you know, Amber Alert where you being involved or moving these kids around or doing whatever isn't going to be fucking questioned. Yeah. If you're just creepy Joe Blow from down the street who works at fucking radio rentals and then all of a sudden no one's ever seen you with kids in your life but now you're on a bus with kids, well... Yeah, cops are probably coming knocking. Yeah, yep. when you've got a badge that says fucking CPS, and you're yeah. loading four kids into the back of the car, and they know, oh well, these kids are probably acting out because they've they've come from abusive homes. That's the thing; these kids as well. There's there's no unfortunately because they've come from homes of abuse or they've come from these things. There's no parents normally looking for them That's or exactly wondering right. what's happening or whatever. Some of them don't even have birth certificates. They're, they're in the system. Well, let's so. Yeah, Let's just won't. quickly touch on that because this is only a quick thing and this video is so incredibly hard to find. And if someone can find it again, link it to me yeah. because it's incredible. There is actually a Dr. Phil um, story that I've been sent a few times, but the minute that it pops up somewhere, it's gone. It's gone. Like yeah. This video, they try because it's a because it's a mainstream talk show person and a girl discussing it and it's irrefutable to ignore. Yeah. This girl basically talks about her story being passed around from prominent politicians. She doesn't really name names, but the things that she's explaining um, has a lot of, you know, she's talking about, that, you know, they were these kind of people. No, I can't at all. But the thing about this video that has always stuck out to me, um, and again, people go and look for it. It it, it exists and I've seen it a few times, but the minute that it's up, it's gone. Yeah. She basically says in this video, and there's there's other stories about this that I can't, we probably won't be able to find today, but we might be able to circle back, but you just jogged my memory about this. She basically says that her parents had her on purpose. They were paid to have her. Right. Or that, I don't know if they were actually her parents or they were just two people or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Because they want, these people, whoever does this kind of shit, want people without any record. That's right, Without man. a birth certificate. So they paid someone, whoever the two people that consummated this girl were, they were paid off whatever sum of money to get pregnant, have a kid, and then hand it over. And then she was then passed around as a whatever for most of her life before leading up to this interview. Yeah. And this was an interview with Dr. Phil. Mm. And it is it is being scrubbed from from existence as hard as they possibly can. Of course. Um, and that that's a thing. That, so when we, we talk about the missing children thing, but this is even bigger than that. This is people being paid to harvest fucking children. Um, yeah. in order for them to be able to obtain them without to having to take them from a loving home. Yep, without a like birth they, they have They are in possession of that person because they've almost bought, you know what I mean? Like yep. they have basically bought them. Yep. And there's a theory, again, that we won't, we, uh, we can't say that this with any sort of evidence, but there's a theory that that's what the whole McCann thing is. That they were yeah. actually paid off. Well, mate, you know what? Like, I haven't really looked into um, Madeline McCann a whole lot, but uh, some of it seems uh, pretty fishy. Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting. I'm still here looking at these uh, emails from James Alephantis to John Podesta. Yep. Now it says Comet Ping Pong and Obama. Uh, and it says here, hello, some uh, young lawyer type friends of mine are hosting an Obama fundraiser at Comet Ping Pong on Thursday night. Uh, then watching the debate. Should be about 150 people. They're raising between twenty-five and thirty-five thousand dollars. Would you be willing to stop in around eight o'clock or so? Make a little speech. They and I would be thrilled to have you, of course. Understand if you're not available. Also, I saw that you are reading uh what you're reading at politics and pros soon. 
What can we do afterwards? Would you like to have dinner at my place, big or small? What do you think? Now, big or small? Dinner at my place, big or small? Okay. When, when, when Again, we say, it could be anything. That's right. But I'm just saying, it's just these little emails that you, you, you go, that's a really weird thing to end it on. Like, yeah. we're gonna, do you want to have dinner at my place? Then big or small? It's not what what, what are we going to eat? Or like, you know, it's nothing. I've never said to you, come over my house, we'll have, we'll have dinner. Or big or small. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's interesting. Um, and then that also leads into the next thing, Comet Ping Pong. So have you got anything to say about Comet Ping Pong? The, the, well, actual, the actual event? So basically that's another major part of, of, the, um, of the whole Pizzagate thing. When yeah. Pizzagate became a thing, it's because they – so there's a few moving parts of it. It's basically that it's strange that this, this, uh, this pizza, pizzeria in, in D.C. – had so much connection to Obama and Clinton. Like they had done fundraisers and everything through Comet Ping Pong. Um, and that he, James Alephantis, was listed as like the 49th most prominent businessman in, in DC. You own a fucking pizza shop. Yeah. Right? Do you think fucking it's... old Italio Vincenzo <laughs> man who runs fucking some pizza shop down here? At yeah. Do you think bloody... he's getting fucking pedestrian Obama in to do fundraisers? Right. So it's, it's... it's very strange. Their artwork on the wall of the shop was very creepy. And then when they looked further into it and they looked at his Instagram, he had some very questionable photos, like photos of a girl smiling but like duct taped, her hands duct taped yeah, to a table. Yeah, I did see that. Um, yeah. And then like he would post photos of like kids doing things innocent but then the comments on there would be like yummy, delicious, things mm. like that, right? So yeah. again, not enough to say that he's a fucking satanic whatever. Yeah, that's it. But enough to tie in with all of Just it and go, start. why is he connected with these people? Why is he emailing these prominent yeah. figures? Why are the fundraisers there? And there's even um, they were they were having some very strange bands play at this venue on oh, like weekends. Okay. So there was like I didn't know that some band called the Sex Stains and like all of these weird things. And there's a video on YouTube where um, he's talk. I don't know if he's talking about James or someone else, but they're at the place um, and they're like, uh, you know, he's saying, oh, you know, we all love different things, and then. Um, someone in the crowd yells out, little boys. And then the person like behind the mic goes, yeah, we all have different tastes. Like it's just yeah, so casual. Right. So again, okay. you tie all of those things <clears throat> in together. So again, what you look at there is that when that broke, the mainstream media went so hard on the offensive about, um, uh, you know, how we're all just crazy for thinking it, that apparently one of us, you know, citizen journalist, uh, our or what they call right wing fucking extremist, barged into Comet Ping Pong uh, with a gun. That's exactly started right. screaming, "Where's the Where's the kids?" Because they were going to uncover the fucking kids that were stored at the pizza place, which was never what we were fucking saying. Yeah. Um, and then fired off a shot, and guess where that shot ended up? Where? In the hard drive of the computer. Yeah. How's that? The old in the magic hard drive fucking bullet. Of the computer. So I've got an article here in the New York Times. A 29-year-old North Carolina man who fired a military-style assault rifle inside popular Washington pizzeria Comet Ping Pong in December. This is in 2017. Wrongly believing he was saving children trapped in a sex slave ring, he was sentenced to four years in prison on Thursday. Uh, now, it's see, what they've done now is it's almost like They've gone in there, they've got this Patsy to come in and stage this shooting to shoot this hard drive, which no doubt would have had all this evidence on it. And then the media have gone, and that's given the media the perfect uh, 
the ammo to be like, or oh, how fucking crazy is this Pizzagate uh, conspiracy theory? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like you got all these fucking lunatics like now running into the shop and shooting up, and it's just you can see how it all it all kind of circles back on it on itself, and it all ties in with each other, and the way that they can use that. Yeah. Um, uh, says he, uh, Mister Mister Alephantis says, I'm glad that these that this incident with this person has gone through and it was lucky that it was no one was injured or hurt physically. So, man, I tell you what, it's it's super interesting. Yeah, so it, it's that that's the you know, a few a couple of the main moving parts. But when the mainstream media report on it, they go, or oh, they said his Instagram was evidence of this, and they said that there's this sex ring operating out of the basement of a DC pizza place, which was never what we were saying. Yeah. We were just saying Look at the the uh, um, the emails and the weird coding words. Look at the fact that he seems to be involved with it. Look at the fact that they seem to be doing fundraisers there. Look at the weirdness of his Instagram and some of the Instagram people that he was connected to. Um, and that's, you know, again, you have to start lo- looking at that as a bigger web and wondering what's actually really going on here. Why is he one of the most prominent people in DC when he runs a pizza shop? Why is he running with all of these movers and shakers? Um, and you know, that, that's what then leads into every, you know, we're looking at the bigger picture of it. So yeah. when you go and try and search like Pizzagate on YouTube or whatever, um, you're just going to get, yeah, you're going to um, get Sky News coming up saying bizarre conspiracy theory debunked and the yep. top fucking, uh, 10 videos are going to be all fucking Fox News, MSNBC, Channel 9, whatever they may be just going, it's fucking crazy. Like I watched, um, just like just before we go into QAnon, I when I was doing a bit of research for this podcast on QAnon, um, I actually watched a, a BuzzFeed video, uh, and it said and it was a QAnon conspiracy theory debunked, and it it wasn't fucking debunked, dude. It was just this guy going, uh, you know, QAnon this, nah, dog, not true, and it's like they didn't give you any, they didn't give you any uh, fact or any, yeah, no, no evidence. It's like, dude, when you're trying to debunk something, you've got to give fucking counter evidence. You don't just say nah, not true. That could, you know what I mean? That, like, it's- but this is the thing. And so let's go back to what we talked about in one of the, f- the first ever episodes. When we bring this stuff to you, we could be wrong about all of this shit, but we're not trying to give you too much of our opinion as much as we are just trying to give you the stuff that has led people to, to question these things. That's right? it, and, and that's it. And, and think about the fact that they make us look like lunatics for wanting like the world to be free of this kind of stuff. Like maybe we're not hundred percent on all of these things, but the fact that we're out here and we're not running in that, like we haven't done this yet, but we need to have a whole episode dedicated to, we talked about psyops, but we haven't said false flag before, which we yeah. will get into false flag but that kind well. of thing where that person runs into that pace with a building happens to shoot a fire uh, bullet and, and it hits the computer. That's not one of us. And they can tell us that it was, but that's not one of us. We are not dumb enough to run into a fucking place like that screaming, where's the kids? They have done that because obviously there's something. There's something there. That's why they're panicking. That's why they're running the fucking articles. They even had him on CNN, right, multiple occasions with the fucking Megyn Kelly going – oh, this must be really hard for you being targeted by all these radical right-wing extremists right now and him being like, yeah. I just don't get what they're all going on about. But it's like when you're going to that effort, you're giving, you're, you're putting fucking smoke to the fire. Yeah, you know? exactly right. Um, so it, anything the fucking, it seems like anything that the news reports, 
Fucking flip it 180 degrees and that's the truth. It's, it's And it's just like, why are we crazy for questioning the narrative of 9-11? Why are we crazy for thinking that there's something here that needs to be investigated? Yeah. Why are we crazy for thinking that when we've got an actual documented conviction of someone who worked in a child fucking... Uh, you know, Amber Alert place who ends up getting caught stealing fucking kids from parents and then trying to fucking ship them back to the US. And that we know that child trafficking is a fucking prevalent issue in some way, shape or form, whether it is right up into the higher echelons like we believe it, it is, but we know it definitely exists. Oh, yeah. So yep. why are we crazy for wanting to know the real answers behind it? You know? Exactly right. Look, if, if, if we're wrong, right, and, it can't, and, and in X amount of time, it comes out and none of this shit was right and the whole time there was no fucking pedos running That's around. That's amazing. Killing Fuck. kids and raping kids and shit. Fucking oath, dude. Fucking oath. But when you're when you're seeing all these leaked emails and all these communications and all these things from Q and whatnot coming out, hinting that these people are doing it, and then they're going through all this effort to basically like debunk it and try and make it sound silly and try and do this and all these false flags and all these psyops and stuff like that. It just it just adds fire to the fucking flame, man. You well, just think at- you just like nah, dude. If because if, if it wasn't true, they would have just ignored it like they do everything else. And look at Hollywood, dude. Like, again, to think about does this kind of shit exist? We know that a casting couch exists for uh, that's why Weinstein ended up getting yeah, fucking arrested. Exactly so right. If you think for a second that that casting couch type fucking mentality wouldn't apply to the fucking sicko old white dude producers for the kids of any fucking age, then you are, you are burying your fucking yep. head in the sand. Yep. How many of these girls that go through fucking Disney as a young end up completely fucked up later in life? How many of these kids that have been involved in the system from a young age end up, A, either coming up and speaking out about it or just completely fucked, drug-addled, kill themselves? That's it, yeah. Look at Corey fucking Feldman. Again, um, he's a bit of a weird one now because, like, he tried to turn it into, like, I need money to be able to make this movie and whatever. It's just like, just tell us what you fucking know, dude, yeah, or yeah, don't yeah. say anything at all. Um, but Corey Haim, the people, the person that he speaks about, he's dead now. And and they a lot of people say that he was fucking abused as a kid. Yeah. You look at your Lindsay Lohans and your Britney Spears and all of these kind of people, and, man, uh, that you the, can just tell. What's the Home kid? Uh, uh, what's his oh, name fucking again? Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin, man. Even on the Joe Rogan podcast, he kind he was of saying some weird. He kind of starts going. Do well, you know, um, do you know how he has? A, sorry to cut you off. No, right. I think he has a band called the Pizza Something or right? the Pizza Underground. Who does Macaulay Culkin? Macaulay Culkin has no a way. band called the Pizza Underground, shit. and the the video clips are fucked, and it's weird as shit, dude. Like yeah. he, there's something going on there. So again, you've got all of these fucking like real life examples of people talking about how um, nefarious and evil. And then when you look into it even um, uh, when you look into it even further, um, you look at so let's we'll go back to because we're talking about Hollywood right now. I want to focus on this whole uh, the satanic aspect of it quickly and then I yeah. think we'll have a break. Yeah, good idea. Um, but you look at Hollywood in itself, man, and it is just this massive like the the machine of it is so crazy, right? You've got that 
Only the people that are succumbing to whatever the hell they want are the people that they push forward. It's not about musical talent. It's not about even acting talent. Some of the people that are the most prominent fucking are garbage, dude. It's about who's willing to fucking do what. It's about who do they already own because they've, they've oh, done yeah. something or found them in a compromising position or put them in a compromising position yeah. and now they own them. Whose parents were willing to fucking let their kid run free because they wanted the money that came from it or they didn't give a fuck themselves. Yeah. They're all the things that add up to where the kids have ended up and uh when you look at um well actually quick step back another thing that came out with the fbi things was the symbolism that they oh, use the little logos fucking symbolism the All little day. logos and stuff like that that they identify so how um pedophiles and stuff use different logos to say whether they're into boys like or girls triangle, or whatever the yep, triangle, the triangle with the line the circle that squiggles in yeah and then you start looking at the examples of that that exist on fucking streets ice cream or the movies that they pop up in or when it's on the clothing that they're wearing and and all of that kind of stuff. And it's even bigger. It goes into the Freemasonry-like uh, yeah. stuff with the numbering, also like the black and white checkered floor. And you look at all of these things. Like I've mentioned this before and I urge everyone, I'll, I'll keep mentioning this, go to a vigilant citizen and go to symbolic picks of the month. Start from the beginning of time that he started doing it and work your way through. And I promise you, you will see over and over again, Over and I mean thousands of people doing it that are in prominent from right from your target catalog at home right yeah. through to the upper echelons of fucking hollywood covering their eye we're covering yeah. one eye um throwing up the split eye doing some sort of something to to show the one eye yeah doing the triangles the number 33 the number 33 the black checkered floor um the 666 just over and over and over again and when you look at them as one isolated thing in in popping up in one magazine Two magazines, yeah. maybe even 20 magazines you can go, all right, that's like, a yeah. bit weird. But this guy has put together thousands of examples. Yeah. Now that to me shows us that there are more wicked evilness behind the scenes than we can possibly imagine. Yeah. And so to then think if they have control and we're talking he, – this guy puts together magazines from all over the world, yep. right? So it's not just Hollywood in America. It's not whatever. I've been driving down the road before, right? behind a bus and there'll be a Maya um, like spray, whatever they call it, like a decal on the back of the thing and it's a little girl covering one eye, Yeah. right? And no one would notice that. No one would fucking notice that. But because I've seen it a thousand times through looking from this, I notice yeah. them everywhere. That's In it, South man. Australia on the side of a fucking Circo bus, there's a little girl for a Maya catalogue covering one eye. It, it, it stretches so fucking far. Like we are, we are so far removed geographically from fucking the White House, right, where a lot of this shit would be going down from London or from the Vatican where a lot of this shit would be going down. But, you know, we're closer to fucking Antarctica than we are to them. But the thing is, is this shit stretches so far. This is worldwide, man, and this is like there's an Australian um, uh, pedophilia ring that I don't know if it got busted, but it definitely got talked about called The Family. Um, I don't know too much about it. I just know that there was a lot of Australian politicians in on uh, uh, child and sex trafficking. Well, there's a girl so. called Fiona Barnett that has a website that is very intense to read through, but she talks about her experience being trafficked from uh, on a private jet of Ronald Reagan being flown from her, a little military base in New South Wales in the yep. middle of cunt fuck nowhere. Um 
being trafficked to the S- uh, to the USA with um, with Ronald Reagan, and that she was uh, handled by Anthony Kidman, Nicole Kidman's dad. Yeah, like ties in Hollywood to the politics to everything, and she's just some girl from the middle of New South Wales. No shit. Now again, that's one in a million type example, and again, maybe all of it's a load of shit. But could she, all be she's put herself through a lot uh, of hell in her life yeah. um, because I had her on Facebook for a while when okay. I first started looking into this stuff. Yeah, she came out big when it broke. When PizzaGate broke, she came out in a big way. Yeah, and I was actually moderating a PizzaGate page. Right, I'm still moderating it. I don't control it now at all, but I'm still an admin. Yeah of a page with like 10,000 people called right. just Pizzagate because right. we were the first page that like opened okay. when all this shit broke. That's why it's the one that's just, just called Pizzagate. Pizzagate. Yeah. Um, and she was like a part of the moderator group and right. it ended up going crazy because people just got, again, power is corrupting. So even running a fucking Facebook page, people were getting too fucking ahead of yeah. themselves and I ended up going, I can't deal with It's already confronting enough to deal with this, but to deal with infighting, yeah, um, but see, that's was, the thing. They want they, they all want us infighting as well. But she was detailing to us, man, the shit that she was going through. And like the thing is, is that she has tried to go to the police and uh and like actually raised things with them like 50 times. Yeah. And every time it goes like, you know, she'll report it, it'll make it to this level, so and get then the just get around. shut down yeah. every single time. Yeah. Again, forget her fucking stories. The fact that she's reported this. And that she gets stonewalled every single time yeah. by the Australian Federal Police to look into it. Yeah. Why? How's that not sus? You know what I mean? Like, Should uh, we have a bit of a break? You know that what? Was an intense fucking- I'll tell you what. We'll have a break. And then when we come back, we're going to start talking about what's been happening since 2017 with QAnon. And where we're at uh, now. Jeffrey Epstein, G-Max, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, Spirit Cooking, Adrenochrome, all that kind of shit. So when we come back, we're going to be getting uh, we're going to be getting dark, but then we're going to be getting modern. So awesome. So we left, we left off talking about Pizzagate, Comet Ping Pong, uh, a little bit about the emails and whatnot. So now we want to kind of bring it into a little bit more modern times and I want to go on and talk a little bit about Q, QAnon. Now, QAnon started on 4chan in October of 2017. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people seem to think, which is, which is a hot opinion, that seem to think that QAnon is a group of people inside the uh, Trump administra- administration, inside the the Alliance White Hat kind of group, that what they've kind of done, what they've kind of started, is a, an intelligence dissemination program. So, through this anonymous, um, through Sorry. this anonymous board, yeah, he had to crack red the red tin. Yeah. yeah, through this anonymous uh, posting board of 4chan and now 8 um, they've. They've sent out uh, coded, well, not not co- not coded, kind of like the, in, t- in terms of the emails, but like it's almost like everything that they put on there is a question, almost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, the idea is to inspire people to then go and think, because one of the biggest problems with this stuff forever has been that people want to tell you what's happening, 
as opposed to give you some information for you to go and dig yep. and then you can draw your own conclusions. Um, and that's the most important because then you are taking something, you're finding the answer yourself. So then you're sure of what you're looking at as opposed to you being sure based on someone else's assurance as yeah. opposed to your own. Um, and it's created this army of citizen journalists, you know, this this um, Anon thing. And, and we know, see, this is for me... The, expa- the expansion of anonymous, right? Anonymous, what we knew it, which has been become very bastardized now yeah. and yeah. it's not something that we can trust in. But anonymous in their very early stages were a lot like, you know, that was what the WikiLeaks sort of thing evolved into. Yeah. It was just about people that were, I mean, they were hackers that were basically finding out this kind of stuff and they were breaking up pedophile rings based on hacking their, you know, computers and all of this kind of stuff and, and bringing this stuff to the forefront. And that's it. The But that was reserved to people that had a very, very distinct set of skills. Not everyone can go and hack someone's computer. Yeah. Whereas this is now people, uh, you know, a team of what seems to be military intelligence. That's what the, well, the belief that's, is. Yeah, well, that's that, that's what it is. And if you want to, if you actually want to get a little bit of a, more of a cinematic kind of uh, idea about what this is, there is a, I've got it liked here on YouTube. There's a video by Joe M., Yes. Called Q, The Plan to Save the World. Amazing Remastered. video. Now, it's, a, it's fucking incredible. It goes for 13 minutes and 15 seconds. He really pastes a good picture of uh, kind of what's going on uh, like, a, like a broad, broadly about it. And he has the a lot of is, good videos. Joe M yeah, is, is amazing. The thing is, is like when you go on YouTube, you need to type this exactly. Otherwise, it won't come up. You need to do capital Q dash the plan to save the world. Or search Joe M and go to his page. Yeah, that's what or I go to his page. If you of search course. Joe M and then it'll actually bring up his page. But if you just try and search for a couple of the keywords, because again, they want to censor the fucking shit out of this yep. because there must be something there. Otherwise, they wouldn't well, care. They'd be doing it otherwise. Um, and then you will find that. And that, even if you are listening to this and you want to get an idea of, I guess, the basis for this, pause it. Go and watch this video on yeah. YouTube and then come then back come and back. listen to the rest yeah. of this because it is such an amazing snapshot of not just Q, but also what's happened. Like yeah. why this is even necessary. Why something like Q needs to exist now is because of what has happened from many, many decades ago to lead us to this point now. Yeah, that's it, man. So he, I think he kind of goes over about it being about like, You've got black hats, also known as the deep state, also known as the Illuminati, the cabal, whatever. And then you've got this group of this uh, super federation of people of uh, all different countries that are coming together. Now, Q is an is a like like I said before, an intelligence dissemination program where they have the evidence of this stuff. QAnon has the evidence of this stuff because there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, speculation going around that the white hats have actually taken control of the NSA. Yep. Um, and I'll, I'll circle back to that in a second. But uh, what, what people need to understand that this, what's happening right now is information warfare. So if you rewind, you know, 50 years ago, when, when, when someone said the word warfare, you wouldn't, you, you would think guns and cannons and fucking artillery Missiles and all that and shit. Whatever, yeah. uh, in 2020, it's information warfare yep. because it's not, because it's not alliance, uh, Axis versus, you know, Germany or whatever it may be. It's not, you can't definitively say these are the good guys, these are the bad guys because there's a lot of players that flip. There's a lot of people that will leave the black hats and then join the white hats and give them all their intelligence knowing full well in the future that they're going to get done for their crimes. Yeah. But they go, we can't can't continue like this. The world can't. Yeah. So it's interesting. And there's a lot of people – 
that have done wrong in the past and they're, yeah, they're coming, they're coming forward now and they're helping out uh, Q and the White Hats. Now, it's interesting that um, in that Joanne video, they, they said that um, when the 2016 election kind of came around, uh, they knew that if Hillary Clinton got into power, that would be the nail in the coffin for for humanity, essentially. Yeah. Uh, you know, Obama had, has had done over the eight years so much damage. If you look back at the policies and the the drone killings and the the war, you think about it. Like as soon as Trump came into office, ISIS. We're like, what happened to that? Well, so one of the you know, one of like the main fucking- things that Q says over and over again, which is an important thing to keep in mind here, is that they never thought she would lose. Now, that's right. The the progression towards what we mentioned before, which was the new world order stuff, which is basically open borders and just nuclear war and all of these things, because there was a lot of that being incited through, yeah. um, you know, that they were saying that it was always going to be that this massive nuclear war was going to break out and and everything else is that they the, that was the next phase towards that, right? Was that Hillary was going to win and that was going to start the next eight yeah. years of just absolute fucking chaos and World War Three probably. They never thought that this was even possible. And there was a belief that they approached Trump, um, that these, you know, the, the military people that were were well aware of what they were being forced to do over all of this time from back what we talked about in the last podcast for these wars in the Middle East and, and everything else, um, that they have, you know, they basically made this plan to, to get someone back into the White House because it's bigger than just the president. And that's what oh, people yeah. have to understand is yeah. that when they were in control from the start of... Um, even uh, Bush Senior, you know they've stacked the deck for themselves, right? Yeah. So the State Department, the the uh, Department of Justice, all of those things, they installed the people that they wanted, right? The people in the Senate, the people in all of these things that are allow them to pass laws and to do these things, they'd stacked them all with their own people. So yeah. it didn't even matter when it flipped from like Republican Bush to to Democrat Obama because they were still putting in the people that they knew were going to do the things that they wanted. It was deep. So yeah. the idea that Hillary was just going to then take over from that and continue doing the same thing, it was just going to be war, war, she, war yeah. and, and destruction and, and everything outsourced from America um, and just slowly it. killing that for the benefit of the, the 1%. Yeah. Um, and so they had no idea or no thought that it was ever going to be um, – uh, Trump, Trump win it. and the the evidence that supports that is what we talked about in the in I think even just the last episode um, was that when someone like Trump, who no one hated before, and the minute that he decided he was running, he must have posed some sort of threat to it because they went on a Ooh, full scale, yeah. relentless attack. They had never mentioned that before, you know. So it's it's interesting. Um, it it was kind of like the White Hats needed somebody that was one wasn't a part of the deep state obviously um now i'm sure without a doubt trump would be a part of some kind of secret society without a doubt but they needed someone who wasn't a part of that particular one um and they needed someone rich enough to fund their own campaign and who was when they got elected was willing to lose money because when because when he uh, gained presidency. He lost a fucking lot of money, man. Yeah. He sacrificed a lot of money. Life. Look at what he's put his family yeah, through. Look exactly at what right. they all suffer. And it's also like they they knew they needed someone though who could play. We were in a state of the world where you needed someone to almost be that um, 
reality show type person, right? Someone who, who was, was going to bring bit, people yeah? on side based on the outlandish shit he was willing to say at the debates, and he could articulate himself in a way that was going to that wasn't a politician. Um, Simple as that. And they knew that there was enough there that they could focus on that Hillary had shot herself in the foot with with so many things like the email server and yeah. Because of the WikiLeaks leak, and it's all—if you look at the timing of all of it—it's all very particular. It's all meticulous in terms of when they wanted to to make sure that the the world was ready to to look at this this next chapter as yep. being of someone else other than this absolute well, fucking corrupt well, witch. I've heard somewhere that uh, was saying that this this original plan of of QAnon's um, was originally uh, devised in the 1950s. Yeah. So they're planning fucking 70 years ahead. So it's interesting. A lot of people are going on and they're saying, oh, but, you know, where's the proof? Where's the proof that QAnon is a part of the alliance or is a part of the current administration and whatnot? Now, there is so many examples of on Q drops of Q proofs and then pr- and proofs that it might not necessarily be the president himself, but it, w- it w- would be people part of his uh, inner team. Now, I've got a couple of uh, examples here. Uh, it says here, Q has provided photos from locations that are impossible for the average person to gain access to. Example of Q's photos. These are photos of Q on, on the message board he's posted. He's got pictures on board Air Force One, pictures of the, the, of the POTUS pen, pictures of the POTUS notebook, pictures of the POTUS watch, the POTUS desk, up-close pictures of Trump's face, Pictures in the Oval Office, real-time pictures of, of global operations, e.g. the China operation. Surveillance photos from around the world. Security camera photos. Pictures from other people's phones. So I, I've, I know that's one of the things that I've seen. I've seen what they've done is because, like I said before, um, the White Hats have control of the NSA, which is essentially, I'm sure as you know, the, uh, the operation which uh, essentially controls the internet. Essentially controls yeah, all the information just, that comes yeah, through the internet. They're like we know, like you know, what we call metadata. Like they basically uh, record and store everything. So it doesn't yep. matter what ISP or whatever, it doesn't matter whatever. They they have everything. Yeah. And the NSA That's was it. started as a way to, in air quotations, counter terrorism. Yeah. Around the time of 9-11 and everything happening. Yeah. Um, and it's almost like what they mentioned in the plan to save the world is that it's kind of backfired on them. Well, they it has, brought yeah, it they in as a way because they wanted to control everything when they had the power because then they could make sure that they were knowing what everyone else was talking about and whatever else. So when they had control of it, what they didn't realise is that that means they all have to report to an ISP. They all have to have yeah. a whatever. So it was recording them as well. That's right, man. And so then when someone else got control of that, which they are, we, there's a belief that the, the military and this Q operation does now have control of the NSA, well, then they've now got everything. Yeah. Um, and... Um, are you going to talk about zero deltas? Uh, no, you, you you can say something. All, all I was going to say is like on, on this on these Q proofs, yeah, pictures of other people's phones. So like, yeah, I have seen. Um, yeah, there was a, there was a picture. Uh, it was some. It, I can't remember exactly where it was, but it was inside. It was in a uh, like a meeting, like a Congress meeting almost. And it's like that's not somewhere that you can just fucking go and get a photo. Yeah, if you're just some you, you know what I mean. Like you can't just roll and in there with your the fucking. Main, the mainstream media iPhone. have made it sound like it's just some crazy lunatic posting on 4chan. Yet when he's able to provide all of those kinds of 
things that no normal person could, can. could do. It has to be a part of something. 100%. And there's also been occasions that I've seen personally where uh, an anon, which is what you would refer to people that follow Q, like an anon, an anonymous kind of person, uh, anon has gone and said to Q on on Aitkoon now, has they've said, hey, we like if, if you're really legit, why don't you make President Trump tweet this? Right, and, and then yeah, five minutes later, something uh, President Trump tweets something very, very similar to the point where it's like that can't be a coincidence. That well, cannot be a fucking coincidence. And so that's where what I was going to mention with the zero deltas. What a zero delta is basically that a Trump tweet will occur at the exact same time as a Q post, and they will be relevant in some way, shape, yeah. or form. So again, you do that once, yeah, that's coincidental. But then when he's done it. 20, 30, 40, 50 times now, it's mathematically impossible that they could be coordinating those to occur at the same time and then there'll be like a word or a reference in, in Trump's post at the same time as um, as a Q post. Yep. There's, some, there's some sort of link between the two here. Exactly right. And the biggest thing for me is, as I mentioned, because I was looking at this um, from very early, when he first started posting, one of the first ever things that he said, and I don't remember what post it is, but you could find it fairly quickly, um, is he said Epstein Island. So in 2017, now he was arrested in 2019 and, and obviously didn't kill himself short time after. But that whole thing of like something gets posted and then people are led to go and dig in it, that happened from back in 2017. Him talking about Virginia Roberts, who is now the centre of this whole case, he talked about her um, very early in the piece. He talked about um, Rachel Chandler, who is another big part of it uh, as well. Like all of these very prominent figures in the whole web that we're starting to see unfold now yeah. years later – yeah, we were all looking into it, and what all that allowed, it. what we talked about in one of the last episodes, is about you can't have if everything was to come to light right now, everything that they had, everything they owned, you're still in a position where the world is not ready for that kind of shit to hit the surface. A lot yep. of people again will bury their head in the sands. There'll be that civil unrest, um, but all the people that were looking at this stuff very early saw that he was talking about it then became vindicated when he ends up being arrested and now Ghislaine's being arrested and all of these things yeah. are unfolding and it was already being talked about for such a long time. That's given all of these people the, the fire in their bellies to keep going, to keep digging. Cause well, that's we, it, man. He's been right on the money. Well, 100%. Like, I've got the first drop here. I'm on uh, – for anyone that actually is interested in looking, this is a really cool website. It's called qmap.pub. Yep. Now, I'm on here and the very first, very first Q drop – 29th of October, 2017 at 7.14 a.m. Saying uh, Hillary Clinton will be arrested uh, the morning of October. And then it says HRC extradition already in Mo Hillary Rodman Clinton is HRC, by the way. He, he uses, um, he acronyms, uses acronyms, a lot of acronyms, yeah, yeah for everything. Um, <clears throat> uh, HRC extradition already in motion effective yesterday with several countries in case of cross-border run. Passport approved to be flagged effective. Expect massive riots organized in defiance and others fleeing the US to occur. USMs will conduct the operation while NG activated proof check. Locate an NG member and ask if activated for duty. Now, it's interesting that this is the first thing saying in 2017, the first thing that they released here is, is talking about riots. That's very fucking interesting. And then you look at um, <clears throat> drop number two. 
He says, this is what I'm more, um, when I think of QAnon, when I think of his drops, I think like it's more like this kind of format. It says Mockingbird and then it goes down to space. HRC detained, not arrested yet. Where is humor? Question mark. Follow humor. humor. Aberdeen, yep. This has nothing to do with Russia yet. You know what I mean? So like he, he the whole thing is like him asking questions. Uh, and, and then as you go through all these different ones, you know, drop number three, open your eyes. It finally came out that Rod, Fortress, Bob were key players in the uranium scandal. And that's the um, fusion GPS yep. scandal. Yep. Uh, well, we won't go into that because we just don't have fucking time. Yep. There's just so many of these basically, things. Basically, though, the, but, the Hillary, like the fucking thing sold a fuckload of uranium to Russia. Basically. And so the same people that sold all this Ukraine, uranium. Is a Ukrainian company, Fusion GPS. Yeah. And then it has something to do with Joe Biden's son. I know that. Yeah, so that's the few, but there's also a Uranium One. So I'm thinking of Uranium One, which is oh, basically okay. where they sold a fuckload of US's uranium stockpile to the to the Russia. Right. But the, the people that orchestrated that are the same people that are then talking about Russian interference in the election. Yeah. So it's like it, 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 So yeah. It's look, we won't we won't keep going through these Q drops because like there's four thousand seven hundred and something of them at the moment. So we'll move on to this next thing now. He the interesting thing that Q talks about fairly early on is the uh, is a sealed indictment. Now, I'm sure you know what a sealed indictment is, but for anyone that doesn't, when someone gets uh, not necessarily like charged or like, it's almost like- Subpoenaed almost. Yeah, like it's almost it, like but... subpoenaed, but it's because of the status of the person, they can't have it public. Yep. Now, two of the most famous sealed indictments that have been unsealed, are Jeffrey Epstein yep. and Ghislaine Maxwell. Yep. Now, it's interesting that like the number that I've got here is so far uh, that Q has said is uh, 1, 000, uh, 134,000, my bad, across the USA and outside of the Washington, D.C. jurisdiction. Yep. Now, that's very interesting. There's a, So if we're just saying that Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell are just two of these sealed indictments, what about the other 133,998? So while, know, you're like on, it's, while you're on that, you had a number before. How many resignations of CEOs and yeah, things did you say so there's I been? Was, yeah, so I was saying before, Q in a lot of his drops points out the, the, about these resignations, resignations. of CEOs. Uh, now, the number I've got here is 12,275. Now, again, they may, we're not saying that every one of these indictments is for any one of those people, but when you're looking at the fact that there's a lot of these sealed indictments and you're looking at these, some of these major tech brand and whatever CEOs yep. stepping down, there's something there's something to look well, at. Well, uh, I'm, on, I'm on QMAP here and there's a little section here that says resignations. Now, we've got some of the most recent ones here. I'm just going gonna, gonna, I'm gonna to list, list five or six of them, right? So on the 28th of March... You had Frank Steeler, Tara McCoy, Uan King, Steve Zarrell, and Ravi Gupta all on the 28th of March. They were all CEOs. Uh, what, what, who would they work for? Crust Mafia Group, GMHB, Good Samaritan Medical Center, CompuTime Group, LTD, University City Science Center. There's people from uh, government of Romania that have resigned. Um, well, look, there's just so many here. Uh, Kenneth Turin, film critic, uh, resigned. So There's just quickly these- go- going back to what we were saying before about this whole cue, the plan to save the world thing is that the, the picture that he's been painted, I say he all the time and that's I get caught up in that, but it's it, it seems to be a group of military it intelligence. Does. Yeah, but, I don't think it's one um, person, yeah. But uh, the 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 theme here is like what we talked about earlier in this episode is that this thing, this entire deep state thing is – is bigger than just a handful of corrupt politicians and whatever. Yeah. It's bigger than whatever. This involves so many people in high-ranking places and it is the world over. And that – so one of the the biggest 
dissenters against Q thing is like, well, if they've got all of this, why don't they just, um, you know, show all the evidence they have and then the things will happen. But it's like, it's but until you get the, the to a position, like you need, when the shit hits the fan, you need the, the population to be awake. Yep. You need the mass awakening where everyone is ready for it or at least the majority are ready for it so that whoever's not, you're surrounding them almost to be like, hey, we've been talking about this forever. Yep. Or that they've at least had that seed planted by people around them so that they are. But while you've still got everyone laughing in the face of us, I mean, people will will possibly tune into this and laugh at us the entire way through this. Which is fine. that's just where we're at and yeah. that's fine. But- you can't just start arresting these people while not everyone's aware of why we're doing it. That's when it. not it everyone's to reach aware that of the corruption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so this is what this operation is about. It's about slowly bringing people on board, which has happened now over the last three and a bit years, um, waking them up, turning, arming them with information, arming them with the information they need to be able to wake more people up. Um, you know, making memes. He, he mentions it all the time. Q is like, you know, have your memes at the ready because that's. One of the most powerful things. It's what I share on my fucking yep. social media all the time. And, and also it, because uh, the algorithms of Facebook, YouTube, ECT, Twitter, uh, stuff like that, they can't detect an image. So, the, I mean, uh, to this day, maybe they're getting better at it because there has been a lot of memes that have been taken down. But uh, when in 2017, when he first started posting, um, the algorithms didn't have the ability to analyze it. It's like a captcha. You know, when you go on a website and they go, are you a human being? And you like, pick the traffic lights or pick the crosswalk, something like that. A computer can't do that. No, that's so, exactly right. So that, that's why he originally was saying, get, get your memes ready because that's how people are going to be finding out about this stuff without it getting taken down. It was like our video um, on YouTube that got censored. It was like the the image that I did up for it was a picture of you holding a beer and then it had like a comic book strip with about seven or eight different 9-11 memes. But it would have been because but it the would text have been the that title. said Bush did yes. it or something that would yes. have got us. Yes, it would us. have been the title that got us. And the fact that, yeah, like we said, we, we only have a couple of subscribers, but the fact that they're on it that quick, it's, it's fucking interesting, man. It's, it's real. Yeah. It's real. Now, I reckon now's a perfect time for us to move on to uh, Epstein because Q so does mention Epstein a fair bit and that's, I think that's kind of how he uh, originally got, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll bust it out, I'm pretty sure. As I said, yeah, he made a post about Epstein Island very early in 2017 and, um, you know, no one was even really looking at Little St. James Island before that happened, right, yeah. before... And so just quickly to say, it's it's what's been important about the Q thing is that through my years of being um, a fucking tinfoil hat wearing conspiratard, we'll call myself, yeah. um, so many people like your Alex Jones, because controlled oppositions, which we haven't really talked on much, is such a massive thing, it's hard to... It's even happening at the moment. There's people that have, were on the Q bandwagon from very early who just in the last week or so have come out and gone, I can't be a part of yep. this movement anymore. And what that's called is a controlled opposition where they basically create a honeypot where they get all of these people to follow them just so that they can flip them. Because yep. what will happen is that 
There will be people that are already on the fence for whatever reason. And then when these people that they trust in flip, they flip with them. Yep. So they're able yeah, to exactly direct right. traffic away. I'm glad that you course. did mention control opposition because that's another term that. So it's something that Alex Jones, I think, is the perfect example of controlled opposition because he has flip flopped on that many things, particularly fucking Pizzagate and the whole thing. He's come out on many occasions and talked about how real it is, but then also come out and then apologize for being caught up in it and whatever else. And so that's exactly what that does. You know, he, you, you get this person who gets a massive following, then he flips and, and some people go with him. Yeah. Um, and so the, the thing that's been hard before something like Q existed, um, which again, you still get controlled oppositions with it, but because, so the reason that he's chosen something like 8chan, right? And, and the mainstream media will always say that 8chan is just a cesspool and whatever else, which it is. It 100% oh, is. Oh, yeah. But it's about the freedom of speech aspect. Exactly right. The reason he needs to exist on somewhere like that because it's not a fucking massive tech giant CEO-owned platform like your Twitters, YouTubes, Facebooks and whatever. It's somewhere where literally everything can exist. Yeah. So you are going to get evil shit on there as much as you're going to get good shit like what we're talking about. So yeah. the reason he has chosen a place like that to reside is because he can't be censored. And also, and also it's because um, he has a code, right? So a trip like, code. Yeah. So he's got a trip code. He's, he's got a code that me, that the, like that means that that's Q. So nobody can um uh what's the imposter? Nobody yep. can pretend to be posing as Q. And one of the things that Q says is like outside comms is not yep. not happen. So so, so the only time that- the only communications that QAnon has ever done has been on um eight uh, chan, four chan, and and uh, now eight coon. And with his trip code, and the only time the trip code has changed, he has pre warned at the exact moment yep. before it's happened with his previous trip code, and then a new trip code has been assigned, and then the posting has continued. Yep. So everything has added up that there's never been a time in which he's compromised, and it's also the way in which he posts. Um, and I know we keep saying he, and I've just. Like, don't pay attention to that. It's just easy to do yeah. that. Um, it, it, the way in which he posts is very hard to imitate, right? Well, you can yeah, try, that's but he, he has done it in a way that isn't just easily. So when if you saw someone else trying to imitate it, you would pick up you very know, quickly. Because it's, it's were, different, yeah. Yeah, it's so yeah. interesting and, and intricate in the way that he does it. Um, and that also gives evidence of the military thing. The way he refers to things yeah. and, and the information that he seems to provide yep, very isn't military. just some fucking tinfoil hat. Like it's we are slightly articulate in what we're doing and yet in the way that he posts is about fucking tenfold better oh, yeah. than that. Um, so it's not easy for just some idiot to – the way that the mainstream media make it is that there's just some cult following of some idiot that's posting this shit on thing, which is just not the case. Not at and all. when someone like that is saying – in 2017, Epstein Island, and now over the last three years, we have seen all of this unfold. It looks like someone who had prior knowledge of exactly what yeah. was going to happen. Well, I've got it up here. Q drop number 133, uh, posted on 12th of November 2017. Now, it's got the classical uh, classical kind of like sentences that goes down. Hard to swallow, important to progress. Who are the puppet masters? Question mark. House of Saad. Sword, S-A-U-D, which yep. I assume is like Middle Eastern. Saudi Arabia. Uh, yeah, four trillion. Rothschild, two trillion. Soros, one trillion. Focus on the above. Public wealth disclosures, false. Now, I won't read all of them out, but then it goes down a little bit at the bottom. Does Satan exist? Question mark. Does the thought of Satan exist? Who worships Satan? What is a cult? Question mark. And then now, because I've, t- I've typed Epstein, the first thing he mentions, Epstein Island. What is a temple? What is worship? 
So as you go on here, and you, if you look at the pictures of Little St. James, they have a, they have a, that blue That big fucking temple, temple which is mm. interestingly the same colour scheme as the background of Ellen's set, but we won't go into that too much Yeah, tonight, we but, won't go into that. Um, and, then the, and then the next one he mentions is uh, drop 999 on uh, 4th of April 2018. Why is Epstein spending $29 million to bury the tunnels underneath his temple on Epstein Island? Problem, phones were allowed in. These people are stupid. You know, so it's very interesting. And it comes back to the NSA thing, right? Yeah, so yeah. again, you know, they if they have control of the NSA, then they were able doing. to record what was was going on over there, which yeah. would have allowed them to find out that these tunnels were being. Um, and so this, I, I can't confirm this, but we just want to quickly. I want to while I'm thinking of it, because otherwise we'll get lost in everything else. Apparently, and we need to research this and maybe bring it up in another episode because I haven't had enough time and I've only just recently learned this. Yeah. Apparently, because obviously Gislaine comes from a very wealthy family. Yep. Apparently, one of the things that she owns or is a part of is a fucking submarine company, and I that she herself that. is a submarine pilot. Yes, I did see now, something. Now, why about that. would some stupid fucking Jezebel who just was born into wealth go and get a fucking yep. submarine license? Um, and they've, I believe that they've found evidence within the fucking Epstein Island when they've done the the research that there is Tunnels. avenues for. Yeah for submarines and shit like that. I mean, again, why do you need any of that kind of shit unless you're doing something exactly. fucking yeah. shady Unless shit? you're doing something whack, man. There's like, it's, oh, man, it's just a lot. Like, see, we're, we're only giving our listeners here now like just such the smallest little bit of crumbs, man. Like like I said, there's been, there's been fucking 4,000 Q drops. Yep. There's been countless YouTube videos that I've seen and watched of just, uh, you know, citizen journalists like ourselves just going through and just it put, connecting the dots. It's all about connecting the dots. Like David Icke says, it's a fucking, uh, it's a web. And you got to connect the dots, and as you go through, you start to see how the bigger picture, um, the bigger picture has really come through. So one of the um, one of the interesting Epstein things I want to touch on because a lot of people who have, because this has woken up a lot of people, right? This has been one of the things that the Epstein case has um, allowed a lot of people who hadn't looked at any of this stuff before, who didn't know who Q was, and and a lot of them who knew about Epstein that are listening to this wouldn't know who Q was. Yeah. And again, as we said, he posted about this stuff very early. But what's happened with the Epstein thing, and again, him obviously not killing himself but apparently killing himself, is that I've had a lot of people message me and say, oh, I've just watched that Epstein documentary. Now, if I watched a bit of that documentary. Control and, opposition? Well, it's, it's not so much controlled opposition as controlling the narrative. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. we are coming here to tell you that this – runs so much deeper than Epstein. And oh, that's what Q yeah. said and that's what we believe about everything. When we look at any of these things, there's a much bigger cabal and deep state behind these operations. But when you watch that documentary and even people who aren't as hard into this and they've asked me about it, I said, yeah, but that's just scratching the surface because they just make it seem like he is the mastermind. He oh, is yeah. the evil person. That's it because He's they'd rather pin it on someone who's dead. Well, that's it, and he can't he can't come back to answer for no. it, right? So um, they they obviously mentioned Gislaine and that in there, but they still just make it seem like she was just you know almost caught in the web of Epstein's absolute fucking horrific psychotic behaviour when it yeah. was just like for me and and what this really what I guess what we're trying to say is that we believe there is a belief that Epstein was a as only a cog in a much larger machine, yeah, and that the idea of this island was basically a blackmail operation. 
right? You you fly, you look at the flight logs, right? And this is something that people are starting to become aware of now. And you look at how many prominent politicians yeah. and and Bill celebrities and, and Will and Smith, all of these people. Now, maybe they're not all disgusting pedophiles. Maybe they've just been told that there's a fucking party on this True. island and then they go to this island and they get handed a drink and then that drink has something in it that they're not aware of and yep. all of a sudden they wake up in a room and they realise that they've got a fucking a girl of a certain age next to them and someone walks in the room and goes, gotcha, yep. now you work for us. Cameras all over it, all um, over you. And we know, we talked about this before, about blackmail being such a massive prevalent part of how yep. any of these things run. It's why you see it in every movie ever. It's why you see these people that seem to lean a particular way then all of a sudden completely 180 on themselves in the political landscape or um or whatever and and or you know you'll have these stars and celebrities that will come out and start to like kind of like peel the veil back a little bit um and then all of a sudden go straight back to exactly as they were before um and that's because you know if you've got the threat of your something being exposed or you've got the threat of your family or whatever it may be yeah it, it's incredible the lengths that people will go to well, to try and protect that that's it man um and so the belief is that he he was just a a a, a fish a significant fish but still a small fish in a pretty big pond he's a yeah he's a he's a fucking clownfish in the Pacific Ocean, mate. It, it, it's uh, unfortunately, I think that's that's what what it's more like because, uh, I mean, we won't go too far into the whole thing about his death and whatnot. But we were all for itself, we were man. all sitting here going, "Oh, he's got about a week. Give yeah. him, give him a week." And then he goes into a maximum security prison with cameras all over and him he tries and security to kill himself, and then somehow, like, they don't. Uh, increase security fucking tenfold then he manages to pull it off and the person that they show us a photo of on the gurney doesn't even match all of the yeah it, you can it, go the, through and you can see that his uh, ears and his nose structure don't match Epstein's it's it's fucking he look, could still be alive that's the thing we, look, we don't even know be. what's happening it could all come to surface at some point in time in the future yeah. it might not it might never that's the thing. We might, we will find out. More. I have a good feeling about we will find, we will get a lot of truth. But there is a lot of truth out there that uh, will will not will not come out. Yeah. Now I've got I've got this one here. Um, there's a zero hedge article which has a lot of the highlights of the uh, Epstein and Maxwell case and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Now it says here, remember the famous Prince Andrew photo with Ghislaine Maxwell and the victim? Mm -hmm. It says the FBI had their own copy for years, even before the victim's 2011 FBI interview. The FBI knew, they always knew, and it's got here, it's circled in the in the document here. Where is the original photograph that was widely circulated in the press of Prince Andrew? And then her answer is, I probably still have it. So it's like she's had this fucking photo. She gave it to the she gave it to the FBI uh, when they took copies of it, 2011. So the victim is saying that the FBI took copies of this photo of that's shown right fucking here in front of me of Prince Andrew, Ghislaine Maxwell, and this young victim. So just to circle back quickly, right, and about why we are Trump leaning and and all of these things, right, is that. Ghislaine's current charges that she's actually been arrested on are from like the 90s, right? Yeah. Epstein has already been convicted for soliciting fucking minors for prostitution in his life before and got a sweetheart deal under one of the president, I think maybe Clinton's or Obama's or someone's well, yeah. presidency. It would, have, it would have either been um, Bush or Obama, but yeah. So this shit has been going on for so long and he's even faced court and everything and basically got away with it. And so the reason that we have 
such a high belief. Like people like to circulate these these photos of Trump and Epstein from fucking decades ago. And look, again, maybe he turns out to be just another one of them, but something is happening, right? Yeah. For Epstein to be arrested while Trump's in power, for Ghislaine to be arrested while Trump's in power, for Weinstein to be arrested and convicted. Yep. Why Trump's in power. For Trump to enact all of these things for human trafficking, just today he announced a $35 million package to support people that have suffered human trafficking. In the past, he he did executive orders to basically say, we can, without any sort of thing, freeze the assets and everything of someone who is found to be involved in human trafficking. 100%, man. Um, He's the- doing all these things. He's doing all these things that make you go, well, hold a minute. Like, So I'm back on QMAP.pub here. And um, here's, it's got a list of some of the executive orders that he's actually signed. So uh, the most recent one being access to affordable life-saving medications, which I assume is probably him giving access to hydroxychloroquine. Um, there's a fucking lot of text. I'm not going to read all that. But yeah, it's like, so he's done all these different ones. Uh, and and it, here we go. On the 24th of June, 2020, strengthening the child welfare system for America's children. He signed the an executive order. So, so safe policing and safe communities and like he's just, you know, preventing online censorship on the 28th of May. So he's yeah, signing well, we all... we know about that. Yeah. He's signing all these executive orders, which will, if... I mean, a lot of them probably aren't in power yet because I don't know exactly, exactly like kind of how it works. Um, unless it's a, a national emergency, which would probably... The power would probably come in straight away. But um, yeah, he's signed, he's signed in a lot. 175 here. 175 executive orders have been signed in by Trump. Now, if he if he turns out in the future to be a pedophile and a Satanist and whatever, then, mate, so be it. I, I just want them all to go down. Then, yeah, throw what, him in the what, bin I like for all I care. And that's the thing is that we are bringing you what we know at the moment. It's not about you coming onto our way of thinking. It's about the fact that there needs to be more of a light shined on the fact that this shit is happening. Yep. And that we all need to ask questions or we all need to research and we all need to tell our friends to research because – when shit hits the fan at some point in time, which it, it's already starting to with these arrests happening, we need to be ready to push for the fucking change that we want. Yeah. We don't want this two-party system anymore. We don't want this fucking mainstream media anymore. We don't want to be fucking slaves to this fucking dollar anymore. We yeah. want a system in which we can all fucking thrive and enjoy our lives for the short time that we're on this fucking earth. That's, That's it, That's all man. we're looking for. Just a fair fucking playing field where people are allowed – to have the life that they deserve, children are allowed to prosper and grow and learn and not be fucking tortured. And that's actually one thing that we we, we haven't actually gone into yet. Um, and it's probably it's probably pretty dark. So maybe maybe we won't go into it too deep. But um, I don't know who originally mentioned it. It might have been Q, but Adrenochrome. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's it's interesting. They 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 seem to think that. The wealthy elite, I don't know if you would have ever seen pictures of like uh, Bill Clinton and um, uh, what's her name, Ellen DeGeneres and stuff like that. But have you ever seen like the pictures of them just looking really, really fucking old? Yeah. Uh, like Celine, they just look like- John Zepp, Celine Dion. Yeah. You look at all of them. You look at them. They Madonna. have just all of a sudden aged. Aged in- hard. Now, adrenochrome supposedly is, is the n- nicknamed the drug of the elite. Now- what it is, is I've got a couple of footnotes here. It's oxidized adrenaline. So yep. essentially it's adre- it's adrenaline, right? Now it's created in large amounts when, when it's released in the bloodstream. Now scientists have done a lot of research on this because actually the Egyptians, Inca, Aztec kind of um, 
I think it was mainly those three civilizations. But the, they what they used to do is they used to do this. They used to do this when they sacrificed people back in the early early days of humanity. Um, so adrenochrome's been around for a fucking long time. Yeah. But it says here the uh, adrenochrome gives immense euphoric highs and has an anti-aging effect. So now it's very interesting that uh, like an LSD-like high. It's very interesting that um uh, that the elites would use something like this uh, because, like I said, you have a look and some of these photos of uh, Bill Clinton and whatnot and they look like they got hit by a fucking... Bus hunt- all of a sudden. Yeah, bus all of a sudden. They've just been smashed by it. And um, I don't know how true this rumor is, but recently, um, supposedly, uh, the White Hats had gotten into the adrenochrome, adrenochrome supply of the elite and they had tainted it. So they had purposely put in something yeah, into wow. their adrenochrome adren- supply. Uh, and then um, they were saying that a lot of these celebrities then went and had this tainted batch of adrenochrome. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's fucking them up. It's fucking them up. And someone pointed to that video of Madonna that was, you know how she was sitting in the bath? Did you see that one where she was sitting in the bath? And she no, was. I think I did. Oh, it's a fairly recent one. I'll see if I can find it real quick. But like, it's um Madonna. Like, yeah, she's like sitting in a bath with like rose pe- petals, and um she's just saying super weird shit, man. Like she is really saying super weird shit. I can't remember exactly what it is, but yeah. Now, like the the interesting thing with adrenochrome, like that I've uh, kind of come across here and do, just doing a bit of research for this podcast, was that um. The way that they get it is through uh, scaring or putting fear or traumatizing children. Yeah, because it's like adrenaline. So it's like oxidated yeah. adrenaline yeah. blood. Yeah. That seems to be the thing that is the most powerful version of That's it. That's it. Um, and there's actually a reference to it. So, the, And this exists well, well before any of these theories or whatever in Fear yeah. and Loathing in Las Vegas. You can. So the Hunter okay. S. Thompson um, novel um, where the character in it, Dr. Gonzo, says there's only one source for this stuff, the adrenaline glands from a living human body. It's no good if you get it out of a corpse, right? So yeah. it doesn't reference the, the, the torture stuff of it. But again, that's where, like, you know, they know that it is an actual thing. Yeah. Um, they know that it is a... Um, uh, you know, a thing that is a compound formed by the oxidation of adrenaline um, and the main medical use is to slow blood loss by promoting clotting and open wounds. Um, but then there's a belief that the the, the purest form of that oxidated yeah. um, is uh, adrenaline is obviously, well, you know, we know what causes adrenaline. Obviously when you're in those states of panic or whatever, yeah. you get the most adrenaline. So how would you then get that out of a, uh, out of a child is by causing that. And it's also interesting... Someone always references this, and it's a pretty interesting thing about Monsters Inc. Okay. So you've seen the movie Monsters yeah, Inc., where yeah, they basically yeah. the monsters go through and scare the kids, and they yeah. harvest that fucking yeah, that power scare, from yeah. the scared kids. And Never as we know, that. truth in fucking plain sight when it comes Predictive to Hollywood. And, and, We've mentioned that in one of the older episodes, but but because it, it works in reverse, when I now go, oh look at Monsters Inc. and look at that thing, some people are going to go, yeah, that's weird. But some people then go, oh well, look at you fucking yeah, believing yeah, into Monsters the Hollywood. Inc. is about fucking extracting adrenochrome. But yeah, I mean, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas came out in what fucking sixties or something. I don't know. How it was old fairly it was, fucking early, but yeah, um, they were saying so basically like. Earlier on, you know how we mentioned about um, Anthony Weiner's laptop that they found, yes. or that they uh, gained control of. Now, this there, there's actually 98, no, by the way, ninety eight. 
Oh, okay. Fuck, I thought it was older than that. But yeah, um, so supposedly they found this snuff film on uh, Anthony Weiner's laptop under the file name Frazzle Drip. Now you can go, you can go and search this if you're brave enough. Um, I, I, I just, but I, I just wait because there seems to have been a lot of yeah people that have tried to make a fucking thing because yes. look, the stuff that I've read is that that's it hasn't been released yet. That. What, the only thing that we know is that people that work in the Department of Justice or in the NYPD or whoever it, took the laptop yeah. saw it and then have basically reported that it's the most horrific thing that they've seen. But we've yeah. never had the information from that laptop well, come suppose, to lie Yeah, yet. no, we, we haven't. So supposedly it did find its way onto the dark web. So, I mean, I haven't seen it, uh, so I can't really Again, say if it's, it's true or not. it's just pinch of salt stuff. You know, you just got to always pinch of salt with this stuff. Yeah, but supposedly uh, there is two people – in this uh, video uh, that go by the name of Hillary Clinton and um, what was her name? Huma Aberdeen. Huma Aberdeen. Who's, who's yep. uh, Anthony Weiner's wife. Yep. And it, um, and it shows them traumatizing a kid. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to go into yeah. it. But it shows them traumatizing a kid and extracting the adrenochrome th- yep. uh, from the brainstem through the eye. And th- they were saying that these, um, these FBI agents were like hardened veterans and they had to leave and throw up. Yeah. It was like, it was that bad. It, like, you know what I mean? And, um, and so just quickly, we didn't actually mention it before, but the reason that they have that laptop. So Anthony Weiner, who is the husband of Huma Aberdeen, who is Hillary's, uh, you know, right-hand person, um, was arrested for sending a dick pic to a 15-year-old girl. And in that dick pic, his fucking daughter was in the background of the photo. Right. And how much of a fucking piece of shit are yeah. you to be doing that in front of your fucking kid? Well, doing and that's that general, why he yeah. got arrested. And that's why they obviously, they by protocol of um, having to, you know, take all of your, your data and everything. Yeah. And then when they got the laptop, not only was Hillary's emails on there that she had fucking bleach bit from the server and yeah. everything else. And everyone knows about the whole Hillary emails thing. Yeah. I love that meme where it's like all the confetti when she's on stage and it's like, is that confetti or 30,000 shredded <laughs> Yeah, emails? yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the reason why there's so much focus around this one laptop is apparently it's the only place that they were able to find a lot of the emails that yep. weren't leaked by WikiLeaks and that she had bleach bit, which is basically uh, bleach bitting is basically like a, a very serious effort that you go to to wipe things from existence, yep. hence yep. The, the bleach part of it. And so this laptop at least has that stuff that hasn't all come to light yet. That's still something well, that's, that's going through the justice that's system. That's like we were saying before, that's one of them things that is like a sealed indictment. Yeah. So, yeah, and then you look and uh, like to circle back to something that we mentioned at the start at the start of the thing. One of the emails, uh, it might have been one of the uh, Podesta emails. How they were, how they mentioned a pool. Remember yeah. how I was saying about the pool. Now, supposedly, uh, in these sacrifices, I'm just going to call them sacrifices. Um, they are done in pools. Uh, so uh, it's probably just to wash away the blood or whatever. Or but um, yeah, like supposedly they they hang them um by their wrists, like Jesus style, hang them by their wrists, traumatize them, uh, extract the the adrenochrome and do what they do, man. Look, but at the end of the day, like there's there's still no hard proof that has come out about this. But like we do say every time that all we're doing here is just putting out different things that we see. This isn't just us making information up. There's- this is the stuff that we're, we're reading about this from different sources and we're just giving our opinion, I guess, like our, like our findings essentially. And if it comes out in the future that all this is fake, then so be it. But like it, the way that it leans is like that stuff like this could – 
definitely be going on because um, have you ever seen the Bohemian Grove video? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Where they basically uh, – so Bohemian Grove, anyone who doesn't know, it's basically like a massive – uh, gathering of the elites, right? You have to be a part of this, you know, massive uh, circle in order to be invited. And they basically do mock sacrifices yeah. in front of in front of this giant owl statue. And if you look at the relevance of the owl in with this whole Satanism stuff that we haven't really got into, I think we'll have to come back and we will touch because on that a bit you know what, like like we said, like when we first started the first conspiratorium, mate. There's just so many um, different ways to paint this spider web and different legs of the spider it's just it, it's religious it's fucking military it's you know, false flags it's the internet it's fucking there's just so much shit that you, we can't talk about one thing without having a podcast that goes for fucking 19 hours there's one thing just quickly while i'm thinking of it that we didn't touch on before about this whole podesta brother thing yeah. is the artwork that they're into and all you've got to do and funnily enough because google mostly senses a lot of things but this is too big to to ignore go to google and google podesta artwork and look at the kind of stuff that they have hanging up in their fucking house okay and tell me if it's not some of the most heinous shit and one of those things is a uh, – it's not from – it's from actually um, uh, Gloria Vanderbilt or, or Vanderbilt uh, uh, House where they have an uh, image of, a, of exactly what you're talking about. It looks like a drained pool. Yeah. And there's ropes hanging all around yep. in like various like – uh, things around it and it doesn't look like it's there for water. It looks like it's there for something much more fucking nefarious. Yep, yep. Um, and that's one of the pieces of artwork that's in the house of these people that all run in these circles. But the Podesta's artwork in particular. Very interesting. A lot of stuff of young kids in in compromising positions. One of the Podesta's, I think it's Tony, has a has a statue of a um, uh, like a massive statue of like what looks like a girl in like an arched back, which is like a... Uh, something that is common with Jeffrey Dahmer's victims where like there's something okay. to do with the arched back is like when you're in a state of absolute fucking whatever because of what you've been put through, like yep. your body will naturally do this. Right. And he's got a statue of like a girl in that position, a big Fuck. golden statue. Right. And it seems to be a homage to a fucking Jeffrey Dahmer thing. And so that plus all of these actual paintings and shit and if you look into it, you actually look at these people that have done the paintings and and their histories and that's what I mean like so it just comes back to what we were talking about very early about you look at their artwork on their own and that they're just these political people it's weird creepy but whatever but then you look at the emails that, that they've been involved in and then you look at the Hillary stuff and you look at Laura Silsby which we talked about and you you look at all these accusations you look at the mainstream media's attempt to try and downplay everything you can't put all of that together and tell me that there's not something there yeah you can't tell me that Epstein running in the same circles or Bill Clinton flying to the island 26 times yep. um, without secret service details sometimes yeah, and being by close himself. personal friends yeah. isn't something worth fucking digging into. You can't tell me that fucking Prince Andrew being involved with him and dragging in the whole royal family side of this. Yeah. I want to leave you on a quick theory, but I think we'll probably wrap it up in a second. Yeah. I, don't, I can't verify this at all, but it's an interesting thing and it would explain a lot. There is a belief that... The whole Princess Di wanting to get out of the royal family and why yeah. she ended up with that other guy that wasn't a part and why she tried to get out is because of this, because of this shit. Right. Because if you look at her, and you, this is the thing, if you look at the faces of these fucking people, if you go up and you look at 
Anthony Weiner, and you look at the Podesta brothers, and you look yeah. at Hillary, and you look at Bill, and you yeah. look at Epstein, they just look like fucking pure evil. They do. They look There's like evil There's something about them that just looks so fucking disgusting. Yeah. And yet Princess Di has one of the most like calming faces that you could ever possibly look at in a picture yeah. or whatever. Um, and she just doesn't seem to fit into that. Same. Even the queen, man. The queen looks evil as fuck, oh, dude. Oh, dude. Prince yeah, Andrew. Yeah, don't get me started, What's the bro? fucking fuck her me. other hard prince? Fuck, well, oh, Philip dude, or whatever. No they idea, all look, they yeah. all look fucking disgusting, but she looked like something different. Yeah. And there was a belief that she was killed she, yeah. because I well whether the whole she thing was going to blow like her brakes, man. What the fuck? Like they're, yeah, they're, so they were cut, man. Like, whether they were, whether she was going to blow the whistle, but the fact that she was trying to get out of the family. Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. Was it because she fucking learnt some of this fucking bullshit that actually goes on? Is it because that she could have fucking lifted the lid on this whole thing, mm. and that's why she had to get fucking killed for it? Oh, man. So that's an interesting little conspiracy yeah. theory. Just to, I'll, to I'll fucking this whole look thing into on. that one a little bit, but like people just got to understand when 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 we go through and we talk about these different um, little things like that, and when we go like that, we're not saying that we're sitting here believing all this shit wholeheartedly. I don't think I believe anything wholeheartedly. No. I don't. I don't even believe that the world we live in is what we perceive it as. I believe it's probably more of a simulation than in fucking real life. You know what I mean? Like it's like I don't know. At the end of the day, we just got we just need to question it. We just need to question. That's all that's all it is. Whether it's true, whether it's false, whether it's fake, whether it's fucking going down a wrong rabbit hole here or whatever. All we want to do um, here on wormholes and especially with the conspiratorium thing is just make people think. There's there's really nothing more to it because we have been we talked about this a bit um, uh, one of the other times around but the because of our reliance on TV and our reliance on these things we've just been engineered to allow that to do the thinking for us and take out the guesswork right the why news they comes television on and tells us yeah it's programming it, yep. it, that tells us what's going on ah case closed we got nothing nothing else to fucking look into with this and that's the the whole what I was saying about the Epstein documentary people watch that and go man what a piece of shit then that's it. That's the last they think about it. Netflix yep. told him that he pretty much acted alone and that he was the king. You know, he was the fucking the the center of this entire operation. And that's all you gotta look at, man. There's no point looking into it anymore. And what we're here to do is just to say that there is clearly more. Yeah. Whatever it is, doesn't matter whether we become hundred percent vindicated or thirty or twenty percent vindicated, whatever it may be on that thing. There's got to be something more than what's yeah. going out there. And we should want more. That's the whole thing. What I was saying yeah, exactly about before right. is like I don't like being away from my family for 40 hours a week or more when I travel and everything and, yeah. and and having to come home and then still stress about money and still worry about how I'm going to make everything happen. That's yeah. not the way the world should be. No. Four weeks of leave a year, which is then hard to take and then hard to actually yeah. have the money to go and do anything. Yeah. Like I don't believe that us as human beings should be doing that. Human beings should just be doing what they want to do. You know, yeah. mean? we've we've got the technology. We we'll, like I, I want to fucking bust into a big ass a, a conspiratorium about the technology side, which I'll probably do in the same episode as uh, non-terrestrials or yeah. extraterrestrials, because the, it's very, like that's the two pieces of the spider web that are very closely linked. Yeah. Um. But we've had the technology. We've had a. Uh, uh, zero point energy, like free energy for a fucking long time now, man. And it's been buried, patents, people have been killed, right? ECT, right? The thing is, is like they need us to be tired. They need us to be working fucking 40 hours a week and barely scraping by because if we weren't, 
we would be having more time to question, more time to think, more well, look, money I mean, to look into things. You look know at the like, fact that I've had to work all day today and so have you. Um, then I fucking, you know, travel home from work. I go home. I smash some fucking dinner in my mouth. I quickly hang out with Winston for five minutes. I uh, grab a shower. I get changed. I get in the car. I drive all the way down here. We do this podcast. Now I've got to go home in a moment, go straight to bed and wake up and do it all over again. Yeah. Like it's only because of the sheer unrelenting desire for us to try and have this conversation and to get it out there that this is even possible. So why wouldn't they want it that way? Why wouldn't they want it that way that we are – like it takes such a concerted effort to actually be able to spread this information that people most of the time wouldn't want to do it. And then there's the whole thing of like, you know, it's a fucking confronting conversation to have. (laughs) It's difficult. We don't know all the facts. It's hard to articulate that in a way that doesn't have people just – telling us that we're fucking lunatics. We have to take all of those risks yeah. and then face all of those physical challenges just to be here doing this right now. Yeah. Um, you got to add all of that together and wonder why are we doing that? Who who are we benefiting? We're not, it's not ourselves. It's, not, it's definitely not ourselves, but you know what? You know what it is, man? It comes down to this. Uh, the truth needs to come out, whether it's you and me, whether it's Joe Blow, whether it's Joe M doing the, the Q... Yeah, the amazing Q video, mate. Things need things need to change, and they've been needing to change for a long fucking time. Uh, and we're just one voice in, uh, like a voice of many. But I'm hoping that if we can sit here and inspire some people to even just look into uh, Ghislaine or look into uh, Epstein or look into Q or whatever it may be, if we inspire even just one person to think a little bit broader, then that's our job done because then that person will talk to somebody else who will talk to somebody else. And that's the whole critical mass thing is like the awakening, the great awakening is happening now and like a lot of people will kick and scream their way out of it until they can't hide it anymore, which is almost getting to that point now. Yeah, and that's what Um, motivates me is that I, I believe in a world where our kids can feel safe. Just uh, I be believe, fucking fair. I believe free. in a world that, yeah, we can be spending more time doing what we love, hanging out with the people that we love, feeling happy, you know. So, Our last episode was all about mental health and, and the reason that we want to put such a, a focus and emphasis on that is because it is a massive issue because of this system that's been engineered. How much do you, th- how happier do you think people would be if they got to spend more time with the people they love? Yeah, you know, we, different we, world, dude. we talked about these people that go away for three weeks on, one week off, or even sometimes worse than that. Yeah. And it's like they're completely disjointed. You know, they're hanging out with a, n- a bunch of blokes that are all going through the exact same thing. They're all missing their family. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, they got nothing to really show for it in terms of happiness or, or achievements in terms of soul achievements. Things yeah. That actually, um, you know, that they've achieved from a spiritual level almost when when they're gone. And I just think that's the problem. We need to be more focused on what are we doing that's spiritually enriching for us as human beings? Yeah. What are the things that are actually not only creating our own happiness, but also promoting it for others? And until we see a systematic change in life itself, in the way that we and I, look, I know that we're blessed. Uh, in, in in some ways and what we're dealing with. But the whole world should be afforded the same opportunity. Oh, fucking oath, man. If we dude, dedicated our yeah. time, we could end any sort of poverty. We could end any starvation. Like we yeah. have been brought up almost in, in, in our generations to believe that, oh, it's not just a simple fix to, um, you know, world hunger and all of those things. 
It's not simple, but it's fucking way it's more doable than what they make it you, out to yeah, be. Yeah, exactly right? right. When when charities are taking millions and millions of dollars and fucking cutting the like slicing the cherry off the top and fucking taking you know four or five million for the CEO, four, five, I think it ended up being like seven, only like seven percent of the actual donation goes through to these uh, third yeah. world countries. Yeah, and so, then when it gets there, that then gets the cherry cut off the top. It's just like, dude, like what. All, all, all I want, and I'm sure for yourself, want in this world is just for shit to be genuine, shit to be fair, and uh, for there to be more love and less hate. And I know we said that, but I think it was like the first or the second episode or whatever we were saying about it. It was like there is such a small time on this earth that we're here for, um, yet so much time of these people's lives are consumed by negativity. Uh, and they, I guess, you know, there's not much we can do about it. Yeah, at the that's moment. Exactly this, is all, right. this is all we can do about it. So. Yeah. And, uh, well, I think that's a pretty good place to fucking end it, my friend. It's been it a is. very grueling and uh, pretty gut wrenching couple of hours. It but has. Um, We've been in the conspiratorium with our uh, bow and arrows and our swords, and we've been swinging and fucking. Dinging. Swinging, swinging and dinging. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. There you go. The first little laugh for this entire fucking, fucking two hours. Well, I'll tell you we what. deserve that. What, what do we say we're going to do next week? Bit of music. Uh, music. I think yeah. we're going to try and. Because well, well, there's a few albums coming out. I know In Hearts Wake are dropping a new album. Uh, Crystal Lake are dropping a new album. So uh, We didn't get to talk about it much with the whole mindset thing last week. But it, for me, music is a massive part of what helps me just fucking keep going. Oh, me too, man. When I'm driving yeah. or I'm traveling on the train or, or whatever, or I'm just home and I'm trying to get the cleaning done or whatever it may be, music is a massive motivating and positive influence in in my life and I, I think that it's something that again um you, i mean you, you look at the 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 mainstream music now has become so bastardized and so bullshit that it's nothing compared to the powerful yeah they stopped it they, they saw that what music could do back in the the 60s and 70s i mean yeah. look at what woodstock and all of these things were bringing people they, they fucking to stop put it. a stop to that yeah. um so I, I think we want to focus a little bit around that spiritual and, and whatever side but also just have a really good talk about our own journeys through, yeah 100%. through music and we'll probably talk a little bit about maybe even movies and games and stuff as well but i think music will probably be the main focus because yeah. I mean as we said in the very first episode that's what brought me and you together as friends yep. was music and yep. um, we'll, we'll keep coming back to it but hey if you made it this far and uh, you're probably feeling pretty fucking disheartened but hopefully we tried to end it on a bit of a, a more of a positive note about yeah. why we're doing this it's not we're not here to depress you we're no, here to no, give no. you some information to work with because we believe that the overall depression of the earth uh, and everything that is as, as a result of of these people that are in control in the shadows, if we can fucking find a way to uh, put a stop to that and and make a change, then, then the world can be a, a much, much better place for, for every single fucking inhabitant. Well, that's it, mate. Not only human beings, but animals too. It makes me fucking sad when I see animals getting hurt and shit, man. It really does. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a vegan or anything, but, man, I tell you what, they don't deserve to be kicked around and shit. Like... Everything on this earth deserves to have a fair shot. I understand that, like, you know, predators will be predators and stuff like that, and we've got to eat, but, like, it's, yeah. Anyway, I think uh, we'll, we'll leave it there because this, this has been a long one, but it's been a good one. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much for listening. If you're listening on uh, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or just anywhere, just uh, do a backflip on the subscribe button, and uh, that way when we uh, upload another one, you can have a listen. Thanks so much. Too crazy. Bro.